listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner with... Um, 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 oh, where, are, where are we? Golden Square morning. Um, yeah. Yes, um, I, I, this is Frank Skinner with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8 12 15 in case you forgot over the holidays. Uh-huh. Uh, then you can follow the show on Twitter. I wonder how much longer we'll be saying that. At Frank on the radio. <laughs> or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. What, is that something yeah. to do with our show, having a short life expectancy no, or I Twitter? Think, I should think the Russians will be closing Twitter down oh, any time so? soon. Oh, do you think so? Like no, they're running it now, are you? I think they'll be working their way through uh, most of the social media. Oh, yeah. that was an unexpected start to the new year. <laughs> yeah. People say no, it's terrifying, isn't it? Absolutely terrifying. The Russians, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna start getting into Twitter and stuff like that. When I was a kid, it was atomic bombs for goodness sake. Progress, okay. Good point. Morning, Good happy point. New Year. Frank's it hap- been watching a lot of Newsnight over the break. Yeah, guys. Is, does that still exist? Newsnight. <laughs> I think it does. I don't think it's on in the holidays. No, not not it enough is. news. Right. It's not gone the way of You're BHS right. or any of your other faves. No, no. <laughs> is there still? Um, PC world. Well, depends who you ask. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, is there still PC world? Yes, I believe there is. Okay. Because I was thinking every time we had a story on about political correctness, which seems that more and more, we could have the jingle that went, <laughs> "Where in the world PC?" World? And Come then on. I thought, absolute. Or say, oh, hold on, people have to pay oh, to yeah. get that on our station. You can't just put it point. on for free. That's so true. I might just have to sing it. Okay. Obviously, I'll change a few notes and things so we, so we don't get... Um, yeah. I think it does still exist. I've got a feeling I might have gone in... Well, and... where in the world? <laughs> PC world. Some sort of trading estate, no doubt. Uh... So, um, I like that you get you greeted everyone with Happy New Year. Yeah, is it... You hear it said with a big emphasis on the new... Ha- no, no. Happy. You get happy. Happy New Year. Yeah. So happy is the big one. And then people say Happy New Year. So that's, oh, I yeah. don't know where the emphasis is supposed to be. Happy New Year feels like something that Father Christmas would say on his way out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you can text us, but I, now I can't think of it. Don't bother. No, because it'll be difficult to indicate where the emphasis is on a text message unless you've got caps. Yeah, and also, you know, it's, what day is it now? It's the 5th or something? Well, that's what I mean. I think it, you're just borderline, love, if you don't how, mind me saying. How long can you say Happy New Year? Well, quite. Great question, because I'm my new thing is I might start carrying it through. Oh, really? right to I still have June. those sent. I might go April at least. Good have a you. good Christmas. Why can't I ask them? Why not? Yeah, fair enough. Can I tell you on things that we say? <laughs> we are link. us three or you know, no, just things, things that you say a lot. You know oh, the right. things that you repeat. Yeah, uh, and this is particularly um, true of middle-aged men. I think. I think I told you many oh, years ago. Let me gather around the fireside. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> uh, well, you may, you may have things that you say a lot yeah. as well. But um, I, I, do you remember I told you a mate of mine, his dad, whenever he watched tennis, whenever they said <laughs> let, he would say bygones be bygones. <laughs> and he had yes. to do it. And then I had one. when. Um, do you remember a footballer called Papan? Yes. Yes. And every time the commentator um, said Papan, I'd say, oh, that must be my car. <laughs> Every time, right? 
And um, now I was watching uh, Man City Liverpool the other night and I've realised that... Um, and once you lock into these, you can't lock out. Mm. Every time they say Sane, I say, no, thanks, I've already eaten. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a, it's a, some sort of pact with the ether that now I just have to say whenever Sane is mentioned. So if anyone Very else good. out there has a thing like that, a sort of trigger that they feel they have to say when they hear something, or then um, let us know on 8, 12, 15, and we'll read it out in the radio, present a light-hearted kind of way. Yeah. And... Um, much fun will ensue. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Well, we were talking about word triggers earlier. Word you triggers? Were. Well, I've never heard the term, so I wasn't talking about it. <laughs> well, I've just um, given your idea some structure. OK, thanks. And um, Ollie from Salford has been in touch to say... Whenever... Ollie, Ollie gone to Salford. <laughs> <laughs> whenever anyone says the word lettuce, I always have to say pray. I grew up in a Catholic school. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible how you get locked in now. If, yeah. you, if you become a father, it's even worse. Um, um, yeah. you, for some reason, then you have more and more of these. 044 has said, morning, whenever the World Health Organization is mentioned in the news, I'm forced to say, who? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know in... Good work. Um, well, what, what was it called? That It's called Planet Z or something. And Peter Capaldi was uh, earlier... Not that much earlier in his career, but right. before he became pre who, yeah, was playing a, a, a doctor from the World Health Organization, and the credits <gasps> actually say Doctor W H O. Oh, really? Amazing. Uh, oh, by the way, I went to um, Pinter at the Pinter last night. <laughs> oh, Pinter at the Pinter, I know, I know. Um, How, yes, I know that because I've seen a photograph of you on social media. Oh, with Tracy Ann Oberman. Oh yes, well, and uh, David Schneider. Yes, well, I went with David Schneider, and Tracy Ann Oberman was in. Um, it's like two short plays. Mm. Oh, okay. But the reason I mention it is that John Sim was in um, the plays. Which I'm sure you oh, know. Yes. was the master in mm. uh, in Doctor Who. So. I, I had a sense. I'd, I'd, of course, we knew that. that. Of course, we knew that. I'd heard it said that he never, um, ever, even. I wasn't sure how much he embraced fandom. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I bumped. What a very good actor too. Oh, he's a brilliant actor. Generally. I know. I don't know what happened? But he's a brilliant master as well. And I, anyway, I, I saw him. So I went out and said, and said he was great. Well, and it was great. I'd recommend it. I mean, I, I think it's sold out. But anyway. I recommend anyway. Hang on, you, I hope you complimented him on the Pinter, not the Who. Oh, yeah, totally. Because okay. I thought, well, I don't know if I'm going to mention the Who. No, and but then, you get and so fan-like. Said, and then he said, oh, I'm a massive fan of yours. He said, I've been a fan of yours my whole life. And I thought, oh. how old is he then? <laughs> hmm. uh, and then I thought, actually, bigger question, how old am I? <laughs> <laughs> but then I said, I just had to say, because, we, you know, he was, he was really lovely and we talked about the, the play and all that. And I said... Um, uh, I said, I've got to tell you, I'm a massive Doctor Who fan. He said, anyway. And off he went. Same thing happened when I met John Hurt. I spoke to him for for about <laughs> ten minutes about the Naked Civil Servant, a show he did in about 1972. And then I said, uh, by the way, I'm a massive Doctor. And he went, ha, ha, and walked away. <laughs> oh, dear, it's hard life. It's a pattern. It is a pattern. Yeah. What's that song by the killers, Smile Like Jamelia? 
That's right. No. What's it actually called? Smile like, Smile you, mean like you mean it. Okay. okay. It really sounds to me. I would be so much more impressed by the killer. We're not playing it or anything. I just heard it earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd be so more impressed by the killers if they'd brought out a song called Smile Like Jamelia. It's a sound like they were thinking a bit outside the box <laughs> for a change. <laughs> okay. I mean, no disrespect to them as artists. Well, a tiny bit. But, oh, um, but wouldn't that be great if they brought out a song about how, what a lovely smile Jamelia had? Because the, their choice of person, that yeah. would have really suggested... Yeah, and that'd be good, though. <laughs> oh, She's yeah. exactly right. Because people think, yeah. oh, yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. She did have a nice lovely smile. smile. I did... Uh, a TV show with her once and we, we cut to her to ask her a question. Yeah. She was texting. <laughs> no. Yeah. <clears throat> Lovely, though. Great uh, smile. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So, look, um, can I... We don't... I, I can't remember ever doing this before, but... Mm. Um, I'd like to um, go, go on a slight walk down uh, memory lane oh. while, I still, yeah. while I still have one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like to play you a clip from the show. Oh, yeah. Now, I've got to tell you, Al, let me warn you up front that Steve Hall is sitting in for you on this clip. That's OK. So I can not, be a, oh. a sort know, of a neutral... Yeah, you can be an obje- objective well, analyst. Yeah, let's get out the holiday photos of when we were on a break. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And this is from October 2013, and I'd just like you to have, have a listen to this. OK, well, is there anything else in the uh, first we've had, contact? We've had an me? absolutely charming email from Sarah, uh, who has said, long-time reader, first-time Sarah, writer. Sarah, uh, And Sarah says, I have just been given a two-hour drive-time slot on my student radio station. Oh, congratulations. Her first show is on Tuesday. Do she they says, drive, students? <laughs> Well, the hitch. Hitch time, hitch time, hitch time show. show. She says, uh, to be honest, I'm, I, although I'm wildly excited about the situation, I'm also utterly terrified. I was wondering if you all still get nervous about the show or whether this constant nausea I am feeling will eventually subside. I sometimes think it might be a better show if I did get nervous. <laughs> um, I can only apologise to you that I don't. But sometimes, I'm like, look, today I have a feeling about midday, I think... Have I done the show? <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was a clip from uh, October 2013, which is, what, five and a bit years ago, yeah. from Sarah the Student. Yeah. And Sarah, would you believe it, is now our producer. Yeah. As from today. So, um... Congratulations. Hey everybody! And Come on, Cliff. You're a free man. You can sing what you like. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry, I thought I didn't, think I, was, I didn't think I was on that bit. So quickly, she lost a job. It was a lovely moment. Celebratory. Yeah. So well done, Sarah. Uh, what a great story. And if, uh, say, social mobility. People from home <laughs> doing well on national radio. Come on. It's all right when they say it. I mean, Philip Larkin. Frank. Yeah. Well, you know, this is true. I love that um, Sarah was a, Sarah used to listen to the show, we should say. She was a used fan. To. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't anymore. <laughs> no. I know. She, Dreams she can come true for fans. Yes. You know what? I'm living the dream. <laughs> okay. But There's no, that's that man great. in Beverly Hills 90210 married one of his fans. You know. But Did you see, Yeah. But Legend. see, I used, to, I used to sing the jingles in those days. Um, singles, I call them. <laughs> oh, no, I think that's been used. 
Um, but now we actually use that when I trail Sarah Champion. We actually play a clip of the Bob Dylan singing Sarah. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I like mine better. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just, I just, just saying, as they say. Can I tell you something? Sure. Um, and we'll have some more um, trigger words in a minute. Mm. But I, I struggle with this phrase. I don't think we should call it that. I know, you think it's PC just World, let, that's why. Just because, a, uh, just because a girl come up with it, you don't like him, <laughs> all right? That's not true. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> so, listen, I, um, my, I've told you this, I think, before, but my son, who's six and a half, has become a Tottenham Hotspur fan. Mm-hmm. Yes, the black chickens. Yes, as he calls them. <laughs> Uh, and I, um, as you know, I'm a West Bromwich Albion fan. It's difficult for me, but I think you can't make people do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, you tell well, you me. can, but um, that's fine coming from someone from the uh, S and M community. <laughs> you know what I mean? In a family, can't make people do stuff without a safe word. In a yeah. family, no, exactly. And um, <laughs> so um, I had this idea. We got invited. Um, by, um, can I say who it was? I think so. Michael McIntyre, who's a big Tottenham fan, um, said to me, well, why don't you come with us to a match at Wembley? So um, nice. we all, and I said, well, I, you know, it's going to be weird for me. And he said, well, we're playing Wolves soon. And I said, OK, I'll be there. Because <laughs> I'll be a Tottenham fan, uh-huh. that, you know, for an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, There's a hierarchy, isn't there? Yeah, but, you know, I thought I just felt... I mean, no disrespect to Wolves, they're having a tremendous season, but obviously there's an age-old rivalry, which I'm sure they acknowledge is two-way street, and I desperately wanted to see them humiliated at Wembley Stadium. You're ambivalent about Spurs, but hate is a greater fuel than uh, than ambivalence. Hate's (laughs) one of my great motivators. (laughs) It gets me up in the morning, Frank. It energises me. As Mark, um, as Mark E. Smith once said on stage, welcome to my vendetta. <laughs> anyway, oh, I'll, get that outside your house. That'd be a lovely uh, sign. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah. But people would think we sold Italian ice cream. <laughs> yeah. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So anyway, we went to uh, Wembley and... Um, all started well. Harry Kane, my son's favourite player, hit a f- sensational sort of 25-yarder. And it all looked good. And then Wolves utterly dominated for an hour. Mm-hmm. 1-3-1. One, one. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, Not quite according to plan. But the no. thing is, me and, me, and, um, me and Michael are fairly battle-scarred football yes. fans. We've seen, you know, a fair amount seen it of all day. failure. Yeah. But the kid, so one of his one of his kids, after the second goal, I think, went in, just got up and said, come on, we're going. I was like, oh, 10 minutes to go. <laughs> and then the other one, uh, I won't name them because I don't name people's kids, but they uh, kick, kicked a um, hot chocolate <laughs> cop and we just went off it. Everybody got absolutely covered wow. with hot chocolate. And when the final whistle went, Boz just burst into tears. Oh, dear. That they'd oh. lost. So it was. Um, it was. A, it wasn't quite the, the game we planned. <laughs> this is Buzz's first ever Tottenham game. And then I sent uh, Buzz. Uh, it was a. Le- it was the black chicken in Lego form, wasn't yes, it? Yes, exactly. But oh, nice. Frank, well, you say that, but it was quite microscopic, wasn't it, in size? I remember. But, but I mean, come I, on. I mean, it was an official Lego. It was. It was mini Lego. So yeah. he's, he's right. built. He's built the black chicken. Uh, yeah, he cool, did. Three D. <laughs> But anyway, so we got, we we um we we got a, 
a parking space under the stadium, right? Yeah. So we were dry. We got after the game. We went down, got in the car. Michael was driving. We were leaving the ground, mm. and we saw um, we saw Nuno Espirito Santo. <laughs> That's a blessing. That's no, not a blessing. It's a name. Uh, the the walls manager. Yes. Yeah. Just wandering about in the downstairs <laughs> car park. I mean, are you familiar with him? I'm, I'm, very, first, yeah, yeah. I'm very familiar my with him. He's very distinctive thought, looking. Yeah, yeah. I, my first thought was I've already got the Christmas big issue. <laughs> and he was just one. Oh, what are you doing? What he just won? Had he missed the bus? I don't know. Well, he, he must have Well, been, I'll say. It wasn't long enough. We didn't hang right. around. We just left. So you would have thought just... they'd give him his a, a nice space. I mean, what, wandering around? In no, the but, but why wasn't he celebrating in oh. the dressing room or doing post-match interviews? <laughs> oh. He was just walking around. I couldn't work it out. <laughs> and he looked, um, you know, like he was slightly hapless. Oh. Uh, and, and, yeah, just down there. Yeah. Like he was putting out cones. <laughs> So that was a bit of a mystery. So if, if you're listening, Nuno, what's yeah, you going expect on? To be sort of, there is an element of behind the red carpet as well at those yeah, exactly. events. He completely yeah. limboed, his under, he'd limboed under the velvet rope. <laughs> and he just, I thought, at first I thought, oh, well, this bloke must just, you know, be moving, you know, what, you know, the things you get in car parks, like those things like that look attendant. like poor petrol yeah. and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it was just him, nobody <laughs> with him. Ten minutes after the game had ended. Strange. Very strange. I'm worried about him, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> he wants tagging. Maybe. He's going to disappear. <laughs> what a mystery, though. If anyone else saw if Nuno Espirito Santo wandering around the underground car park at Wembley, close to the close Sightings of the game. Sightings of him. Exactly. I, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's one of football's great mysteries. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Clive Silas, Frank, says you can tell Catholics or ex-Catholics like Frank and me, we know how to say Espirito Santo properly. Okay. Uh, God bless him. He seems like he seems like a nice bloke. Yeah? Um, how did he say that about the Wolves manager? What's yeah, he did. I remember on the way back in the car, um, when... Uh, when Buzz had wiped the tears from his eyes. He said, I suppose I'll have to support West Bromwich Albion now. Oh. I mean, it's a, it's a punishment. I did think that that could be <laughs> And I thought, yeah, that'll, uh, that'll stop those um, disappointing <laughs> defeats. Yeah, you upset. Won't, you won't see any drubbins with you <laughs> oh, come with me, kid. Hell no. Yeah, let's play safe. <laughs> I don't like it being seen as a punishment. <laughs> Cheek. Zero uh, five four has texted um, on the jokes that you always do. Uh, you know, the things you have to say. Yeah, like trigger, trigger, words. trigger words. Trigger Same words. trigger words, go on. Yeah. 054 <laughs> has texted Helen Willits, BBC weather presenter. What are you talking about, Willits, from uh, 80s US TV very... series Different <laughs> oh, Strokes? Yes, yes, I like the uh, that he sourced it as well. Yeah. yeah now, that's, it, it's good. Why do, we do, why do we have to say over and over there? We nearly bought a house where we live, and, uh, mm. and now... Whenever we've been on the M60 motorway and we're driving home, we drive past the house that we could have bought when we first moved to Manchester. And I every single time say to my wife and kids, we'd be home by now if we'd bought that house, wouldn't we? Every single time. I mean, (laughs) it must be so annoying. I have a version of that which I do. If I drive anywhere, I'll park the car. And if I 
when walking to the place, if I pass any sort of space, I say well, I could park there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, there's goodness. one which I think I'm allowed to read out oh, yeah. from 914 because I'm a lady. Uh, whenever someone says abroad, I have to say, God, I'm ugly broad, <laughs> from the Ross Mayer film Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. That might be That's our Nick first Hansen. ever Ross Mayer quote. <laughs> I don't think so. And probably the last. You don't think it is? I'm pretty sure he's been mentioned. I before. saw um, Milton Berle, the American comic. Yes performing in uh, Montreal and mm. he came out and said uh, it's a really hip audience tonight look at the hips on that broad <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> whoa don't text us it's fine no it's a slight throwback I like exactly, that stuff yeah yeah do you mean you like that stuff, stuff. It's good. can't say that that material uh, uh, mean a bit much <laughs> But, but by the way, yes. yeah, I wanted to ask you about it. You know, um, we were talking about the Elton John advert with yes. a little bit Christmas, funny. yeah. Whenever I sing that song, mm. and this is on the subject of repeating things, because I have the same few songs that I sing over and over and over. Yes. I always go, may not be much, but it's the best I can do. <laughs> I don't know if he actually does that, does it? I can absolutely confirm with a lot of certainty that he doesn't. No, I think I've... No. And I always do that. I can tell you what he does do. Go on. Because it's the best I can do. Oh, no. Oh. I, see, I've made Both it... girls nodded. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, maybe he should do that. Maybe he can't do that. <laughs> Do you think he's got a falsetto? Yeah, he can't. Has he got a falsetto? <laughs> I don't know. Just French, French for wig. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I haven't even told you about my Christmas, Frank. Go on, tell me about your Christmas. Well, do you know what? Whenever people ask, they say, how was it? Quiet one? Oh, it was a quiet one. Yeah. I mean, why do they bother asking? Everyone had a quiet one. I seems. always say it was phenomenally loud. <laughs> <laughs> my ears actually bled. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I had a few... I say mine was a quiet one, but um, my neighbours, it turns out, new neighbours, seem a lovely young professional couple, big fan of a Christmas tune. Oh, are they? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Jingle right bell, jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle um, well, we Santa baby. <laughs> yeah, we know what they are. Okay. <laughs> what, let, high I'm volume. I'm just giving you... <clears throat> but what kind of volume? Quite loud. Oh, OK. And also... On repeat, those two songs. Just oh, those two. Wow. No. no Paul McCartney, no Chris Rea, nothing else. Just those two. No Pugs. And I've decided that when you play the same Christmas song over and over again, it starts to look a bit serial killer. Uh, yeah. mm. There's something odd about it. Mm -hmm. Did I tell you I lived with a, uh, in the same bedsit house as a sculptor? <laughs> Most depressing story. Yeah. <laughs> he was a sculptor and he only had uh, two... It was, it was vinyl in those days. But then again, no. He only had two <laughs> records. He had um, Blue Monday. Uh, not is it Blue Monday? You know, doom, 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 the new order one, and um, Love Missile F One Eleven Hundred by Zig Zig Sputnik. And he just played them <laughs> in turn over and over. I mean, like he would play them literally for an entire afternoon and evening. What did you do? Did you say? Well, they're good songs. Right, yeah. okay. Nevertheless, do, well, do you know what I did? I did something quite passive-aggressive, I'm afraid. Go on. 
I could have gone round there, but you can't knock on the door with the wreath and say, excuse me, turn down the Christmas song. I songs. know, it's Come difficult, on. isn't it? It'd be good if you'd dressed in Victorian <laughs> costume, like top hat and all that, Scrooge outfit. I mean, it's just too Scroogey. Did you do um, broom handle on the scene? No, <laughs> I didn't do that. Cliché. No. Good. Do you want to know what I did? Yeah. Moved hands. I retaliated by playing something different. I chose <coughs> Mr. Blue Sky oh, okay. by ELO. Because oh, yeah. that felt quite summery and light. Yeah. And it was just a way of expressing, uh, you know, just the different take. It was like, well, no, I don't. I'm going to c- counteract your Christmas song with my summer one. But did you want to play Mr. Blue Sky? No, absolutely not. Well, then you've got even louder music in your own <laughs> flat that right. you don't want to listen to. Not just that. Uh, I've got neighbours that must hate me now. Mm. Oh, well. The music went off afterwards. Oh, did they got the message? <laughs> yeah. Mr. Bl- no, he does go. <laughs> he definitely goes, Mr. Blue Sky! <laughs> at one point. Yes, definitely. I used to love the first album of ELO. It's fantastic. I know, but you mm. don't want to hear it on Christmas Day, do you? Um, I wouldn't mind hearing the first album. When Roy Wood left. Put it know. on. Okay, let's see if you've got it there. there. <laughs> like, no, there's a CD under your coffee cup. Is that a, what it is? If you're a presenter on Radio <laughs> 3, that's what you do. You put an album on <laughs> and go to the toilet. Unbelievable job. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can uh, text the show on 812.15. Tweet us um, on at Frank at the radio. No. At Frank on the radio. Yes, thanks. And you can at Frank on the radio, okay? (laughs) Or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Lovely. Ooh. Nice gifts, everyone. Nice Christmas gifts. I don't know if I got any Christmas gifts. You should know that. I don't think I... Particularly uh, if you did get Christmas gifts, you should know that. What about I gave uh, Jimmy Carr a gift? Oh, yeah. And um, there was a stain on the box. Uh-oh. It was a lovely Depends gift. Depends what the gift was, If really. I do say so myself. It's a jockstrap. It was sort of a jet lag set. Okay. Which is it's got all the unguents and potions and oh, nice. vitamins, I believe. Oh, I love an unguent. Oh, mm. I had a lovely unguent. But it was in one of those, you know, those smart white cardboard gifts with the gold lettering, all very fancy. Mm. And then it was too late to, to do anything, but when I, I saw a massive oil stain on it. Oil? Oil. <laughs> I attacked it. I hope any seabirds were <laughs> damaged. I attacked it with a baby wipe, but in the end, um, I just bore a hole into it. So I had oh, to stick no. a gold bow on it. Oh. Do you think Is he, he going to think they're secondhand? Would you think that? No, okay. he knows you better than that. Okay. Okay. That's he might think it's re-gifting. He might, at worst, he's going to think it's re-gifting. I know. <laughs> I'm only teasing. I'm sure he'll be delighted. <laughs> I think that, that's all right. Um, my brother-in-law, who is... Uh, he's a fan of a novelty gift. Oh, yeah. Okay. And has given me several, <laughs> like... I'd say curveballs over the years. This year gave me a um, a, a ray gun shaped nasal hair trimmer. That I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> you wouldn't mind it. No. All right. Well, you've got a birthday coming up. Could be a regifting. What if your family, a family member, wrestled you to the floor thinking you were ending it all? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with a ray gun. 
That's how, how big I'd is like the ray to gun? It's, uh, it's sort of like a little pistol sized, but I'm more concerned that apparently I have such visible nasal hair that I can't just use some nail scissors. No. I was going to say. I, I, I need like a, a specific device It, it is a bit like when I bought that girl deodorant in 1984. <laughs> I mean, you can't... I don't know if you can could buy you, the nasal. Could you get deodorant in 1984? Oh, yes, you could. <laughs> I, was a, I was a light adopter. In the North London mm. area. Um, oh, I like a nasal trimmer. I'll bring it in. I'll bring it in, you can have a go. I don't know you've asked me what I had for... I think I had um, a, three pairs of socks and two bars of soap from my personal assistant. Nice. And I don't think I had another <laughs> present. It's oh. not so well at Partridge. From my... Yeah, <laughs> and I pay her. Yeah. So, you know, um, she's on, she has a certain obligation. I think that's my only Christmas present. That's huh? awful, isn't it? <laughs> uh, you know, on the morning of Christmas Day, did you have anything to do? Yeah, I watched other people opening their presents, uh, okay. mainly. We should say that you That's and Kat have a no-present rule, don't well, you? Well, I, I, um, no. Oh, oh, gosh. <laughs> I bought her an, a, an elaborate art table. Oh, that sounds oh. nice. Anyway, it's my birthday on the 28th, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I had a bit of a um, Christmas shopping incident. I was, uh, I was in an Aldi. And I was doing my shopping. It just so happened to be the supermarket that I was on my way home. And I I had, uh, like, a little you trolley don't have in to front defend of it. I don't, I don't mm. think I do. I had a little well, trolley. He only shops in places with his name in them. And a woman <laughs> said to me, oh, can you pass me that down, like, up from a high shelf? So I passed her it down. I said, oh, this is one of the few advantages of being my high. I'm often passing people down stuff from high shelves. And then another woman walked past and looked in my trolley and said, oh, Where's the olive oil? And pointed at it. I was in a good mood. I wasn't. Mm. It wasn't time sensitive, so I walked her two aisles to where the olive oil was, and I got that down as well because wow. it was also on a high shelf. I said, "There you go. There it is." Walked all the way back to my trolley, saw her an aisle later, and she went, "Oh my God! I'm sorry. I thought you worked here." She'd oh, mistaken oh, me. You're lucky there was an industrial action. <laughs> <laughs> you were basically but... scabbing. <laughs> <laughs> is it all right to say to you? Let me put this to you. If I saw Warwick Davis in Sainsbury's... <laughs> but you would... I you just like wouldn't. This is going. No, but you would not say... <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I, I, you know, it's a two-way street. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, you know we were talking about um, word triggers. 273, every time I hear the name Nicole... I follow it with Papa. Ah, uh, yes. Papa, that must be my car. <laughs> 460. Um, I should say that's from an old advert for yeah. I Renault. Don't know. Renault, was mm. it? Yeah. With two characters. Very beautiful young woman, very yeah. dashing older man who was the pap- Papa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, Sarah from Pluckley has texted when I, watch, <laughs> when I watch tennis and they're called juice, I always say orange and pineapple, please. <laughs> I've been wow. saying it for years and it's I just quite a can't long stop myself. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. work. I like it, Sarah. I'd have settled for orange, please. Speaking of um, food and, mm. and comestibles, oh, yeah. I tell you what I did. I, I, had, um, I made a major error with Christmas uh, dinner. Oh. In the, I went for the leg. I went for the turkey leg. And I don't, never noticed this before, but turkey... 
No. Turkey legs seem to be made out of a different substance from <laughs> turkey. It's browner meat on the leg. Much darker meat. Yeah. I don't mind it. But, oh, um, no, I didn't like who it. Who would ever go leg? It felt... Me. It tasted... Have got there? Well, then, see, I was trying to be the good guy. We had, you know, oh, family right. round, and I thought, I'll let them have the lovely white Do you know what? Meat. I find it very touching when someone does that. I really do when someone says, I'll have the leg, because I think, you don't want the leg. It meant oh. it slightly ruined my Christmas. Dinner, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Really? Did you get any breasts? It's, no. <laughs> no. Um... No. Emily can't speak anymore. She's, <laughs> we, she's having what I think I'll they call a fit of the giggles. <laughs> it was like I could taste pre-Roman occupation Britain. It's oh, got yeah. a sort of dark, a taste mysterious... Of history, yes, but Se- like, sediment. But like time, you know, dark ages. A taste of prehistory. Yes. <laughs> I tell you, I could... Yeah. It's a bit gamey, isn't it? It's oh, a bit sort yeah. of... Yes, I it's, know what but you But it mean. is like a different... Yeah. Well, like it's been made up of some sort of hodgepodge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I often used to, like taxidermy, I wondered if you could have um, sort of morally acceptable taxidermy where you use roadkill. Yeah. <clears throat> and you took the limbs and sections which weren't um, tyre damaged and then mm-hmm. put them into a composite animal. Yeah. Just, you know, if you need like a big... Sort of a you need a Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, you need a big kill. freezer, obviously, yeah. because... You oh, all the best... Let's have a look at your best bits. Yeah. Mm. So, like, if the if, if the fog's been run over and the head's all right... Uh-huh. Then you keep that. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, I've never done it. Don't get me wrong. On Don't a reindeer's get... body or a mm. deer, <laughs> a stag. But what would you a... take from the pig? Oh, I don't think they get roadkilled, do they? OK. No, and very rarely. You'd, I think you might have to uh, set that up. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if you saw a pig roadkill? You'd Commission put, that'd a go, hit that'd on go, a pig. That'd go in the boot, wouldn't it? Um, Come on, you quite, wouldn't drive past a pig roadkill. It'd be quite heavy. <laughs> hey? It'd be quite heavy. Though. Well, it depends. Be beasts, aren't It'd probably be in two halves. In the, in the week when the Greg's <laughs> vegan sausage roll came out as well. I wonder oh, if you uh, imagine the terrible we'll thing that I've seen one... Uh, the lorry gone over and the tail completely straight. <laughs> totally straightened by the impact. <laughs> I mean, awful. <laughs> um, when, uh, when a pig's tail goes straight, does it go... <laughs> like that? Maybe not. I wonder if you gave a pig artificial respiration, its tail would straighten out like a party bar. Oh, that's good. That'd be good. Oh, if there's yeah. anyone, if there's any um, pig rescue people... <laughs> Um, listening, I'd love to know. Confirm well, or deny. If there's any pig rescue listening, <laughs> sorry, apologies. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'd be a great scene in a in a light-hearted um, narrative, wouldn't it? Like a film, a comedy film, like on the second um, Nanny McPhee when they live oh, on a farm. Oh yeah, yeah. If someone had given a pig um, artificial respiration and that had happened. I, I can imagine people saying, "Oh, that was a brilliant bit." Yeah. So, does anyone writing a, <laughs> um, a, a a rural comedy at the moment? Mm-hmm. You can have that. Frank Frank Skinner On Absolute Radio Absolute Radio What about this uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about um, These people on the telly Who have won um, They're all over the telly oh, yeah. this morning the lotto, I, just, I still call lotto it Lotto runners. I like Lotto I'm just watching them on the, on the news screen mm. they, they, what, oh, yeah. How much have they? 100 and... 
and um, million. Way too much money. 112. I think it's all they've won 112 million. Is it? And they're on telly with um, champagne. Mm -hmm. I think she's got either a box fizz or an orange juice. I can't tell. Mm -hmm. And they're celebrating. It's a big, massive story. Yeah. I think it's 112. We're going to find out. We've got boffins on the case. Okay. Um, But anyway, it's it's 100 million plus. It's a lot. 115, love. 115 million. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know why that's slightly disgusting, but anyway. <laughs> it's, it's great that you're out by three. I mean, that's still significant. Yeah, yeah. three yeah. million. Exactly, that'd be enough. Yeah. My yeah. error, my margin of error yes. you could live on. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... Um, we'll have their margin of error. But um, I've earned a tiny fraction of that amount of money mm-hmm. by, by hard work and endeavour over a period of 30 years. Yeah. If I went on the telly mm. with my partner drinking non-alcoholic champagne, mm. celebrating the money I've got, I would be despised by the British public. Yeah. Yeah. These people are heartwarmingly loved for winning it. <laughs> yeah. Because they bought... A... What you're saying is more rights for celebrities, I agree. I'm saying more rights for people who work for it, <laughs> all right? Mm-hmm. I always thought as well, if you do win the lottery, you should have to, in order to keep the money yeah you have to agree that for the rest of your life every day you wear a top hat is that right <laughs> yeah like I, just, I just think if you're a lottery winner you must be separated from the herd you've got to wear the Good. top hat anyway what about the top hat wearers though would they then have to not wear top what, hats the one they, William Reese Hall <laughs> yeah yeah Ascot that's about it <laughs> yeah it's going to change Ow. Ascot with all those There's baseball probably a lot of lottery winners at Ascot anyway oh yeah can I tell you what really excited me over the Christmas period go on sure. I, I got to see our boy on uh, BBC Spotty oh yeah they call it Spotty but it yeah. should really be Spotty shouldn't it should be Spotty we should say yeah. In case people don't know what that is, Frank. Yes, I did. Um, I did the Sports Personality of the Year. Come award, on, which is a, a, a it's a national institution. Yeah. Sure I is. knew I'd end up in one eventually. <laughs> <laughs> and um, at the Genting Arena, I always thought Genting should be a verb. Yes, and we can only Sounds guess what dumb. it would mean. Yes, I'm afraid I spent the weekend genting, yeah. as it were. Shout out to Peter Stringfellow. You know when you see that on the side and it says Gentlemen's Club, and you think that's the pe- one group of people that will not be in there. <laughs> Um, no top hats in there. Get, you never get like House of Vermin <laughs> on one of those places. Anyway, so um, well, you didn't just appear on it. No, what did you do? Frank? Well, me and David Badil's number. We sang um, the popular football-themed hit mm-hmm. Three Lions." <clears throat> yeah, live. Yeah. Wow. I mean, accompanied by. A Bangra group, a steel band, yeah. mm-hmm. a gospel choir, brass band. I mean, they went for it. It was brilliant, I have to say. Yeah. I did... Um, Started on the leather sofa. Yes. A little tear to my well, eye. They wheeled so many the things have, dear. <laughs> um, yes, we recreated... Because um, Dave has been uneasy about the England wearing England shirts oh, at our age. Oh, does he think you uh, shouldn't wear them after? Well, obviously, they are designed for professional sportsmen. It's not that things. flattering a look, is that? His, I remember uh, I, saw, I watched a documentary about England winning the World Cup in '66, and they made all the uh, the players wear England shirts oh. from that time, and it mm-hmm. did. Uh, 
It's the contrast of the bright red and the sort of grey throat. <laughs> it's, uh, you don't want that. Well, what I would say... Well, we were in white. It was all right. We, mm-hmm. were, we would look ready for a haunting. Well, I, look, <laughs> I looked at both of you and I thought, do you know they've kept their figures? Okay. Well, I think, I think Dave looks good in white. If you squint, he looks like <laughs> Colonel Sanders. Right. Which, is, Which I, you like. Oh, I do. I can smell it. I can smell the batter. <laughs> <laughs> but we, I did a bad thing, I've got to tell you. What? Did you? I, what did you I, do? I, I thought I broke all the rules of <gasps> um, celebrity etiquette. What was that? I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you af- I after, wait. after this message. This is Frank Skinner. Also, oh, you were telling us you ha- you broke celebrity etiquette. Well, I mentioned oh. a little earlier that my mm. son is um, a, a Tottenham Hotspur supporter now, mm-hmm. and um, his great hero, as you can imagine, is um, Harry Kane. Yes. Blame it on Kane. And um, so um, I, uh, I was very keen as as Roy I was Keane. keen. I was, I was very <laughs> Kane. I was very Kane. <laughs> That um, that I could get, I could get, they could meet him. That I could get um, Boss to meet Harry yeah. Kane. Well, of course, Harry Kane. Can you imagine how many young kids want to meet Harry Kane? He's like mm. national hero mm. level. So I thought I'll broach it, you know. Uh, so we were waiting backstage, me, him, and uh, Garrett Southgate, all waiting to go on. And 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 David. I mean, I love this anecdote already. And, One minute um, it's the Queen clang, in the wings, clang, then clang. it's Gareth Southgate. And I said, uh, <laughs> I, said I said to Harry Kane, my, I've got a six show. I was a massive, massive fan. He has got your photo, you know, your photo oh, yeah. on his wall and all that. And he went, oh, oh. <laughs> and I thought, to be fair to him, he must hear that. Yeah. So anyway, but I know you were searching for the ramp, weren't you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I understand. So anyway, after the show was over and the, the, the glittery um, snow that had fallen from the, the, the sky was from the ceiling of the Genting Stadium was still on the ground, still slippery on the ground. I thought, now now's my moment. So Boz was there, so I went and got him and we were searching for, for Kane. It was a Kane <laughs> alert. Uh-huh. I had two members of my management team on different sides of the arena. So anyway, they, they, we couldn't find him, so we thought he must have just left immediately mm. probably to avoid people who do try yeah. to get their six-year-old to meet him yeah so um so we went up to the hotel room mm-hmm. so i started to get boz ready for bed i got a phone call saying just spotted harry kane going into a restaurant i said right i'm there so we went down <laughs> and <gasps> i got to the restaurant i left a bars at the Where other side. Where was the, of the restaurant? Thing. It was sort of in the the same complex. Uh, I'm I got... imagining you rom com style getting in a car across town. No, no, I, I oh. so I, I scampered uh-huh. at my age. Uh, not easy. And um, at Buzz redressed, is he in a onesie now? Yeah, I've got I've got right. him uh, back into okay. clothes now, or his mom has. And um, so I get to the restaurant door. There's a big man yeah. standing there, black jacket, bit of wire in the uh, oh, yeah, in the yeah. ear. Oh, yeah. And um, what did Igor say? I said, um, I said, he's uh, <laughs> what did the bloke? Luckily, it was in Birmingham. This <laughs> year, all right, Frank. Oh, yeah, I said, <laughs> excellent. Okay. I said, he's Harry Kane in there. He said, oh, he's in there. He's got the whole restaurant to himself. He said, you know, it's all locked up. It's just him and his family that are having a private do because he's got a lot of his family with him, right? I said, okay. So I thought, obviously, I can't go in there. It's a private, locked restaurant. 
I said, you couldn't get me in, could you? <laughs> he said, well, I, I don't know. <laughs> I said, I just want to, I got, just my kid would love to meet Harry. He said, oh, I, I don't know. I was, he said, I'll go and ask the other bloke. He said, come in and sit here. So I sat in the, the foyer. Like this, you're waiting for a takeaway. Completely. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I sat in the takeaway yeah. seat. Like a delivery driver or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I sat, a cigarette outside. I sat in the takeaway seat and uh, he went off this bloke. So I'm sitting, and I can hear, um, you know, warmth and frivolity coming. I mean, there was a lot of canes there. There was probably, oh, I've got yeah. the sense of like a dozen. Russell? A dozen. No, no, I think it was just the actual, <laughs> not just canes, just, not just general canes. And um, so the bloke, so then he came back with another man in a black <gasps> coat who was a, got right. a, another security man. And he said, um, uh, I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, he said, just wait there a bit. I'm, I'm sorting it out. <gasps> and then, uh, so then I, I phoned Kath and said, get Buzz down here quick. I think I might have, I might have made a breakthrough. Well, Buzz is not with you. So he's not with me at the time. So got. Harry Kane then suddenly appears Shut and up. says to me, um, all right, well, where is he? And I said, um, he's not actually here yet. I thought, oh, oh. oh. And he said, well, I'm just doing some photos with my family. So I'll come back after. So he goes off again. It's very, very nice of you. I mean, yeah. he should have said, how dare, dare you? <laughs> so Buzz comes in. I still haven't told him what's happening. And then Charlie Kane, Harry's brother, comes walking up. And um, he looks just like Harry Kane. So Buzz thinks, oh, amazing, it's Harry. It was a decoy. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, um, have you ever seen that film, I Was Monty's Double? About, um, I don't know. No, OK, well, it's... Uh, we won't go into it. <laughs> so Boz was, um, and I said, this is Charlie. Do you remember Charlie from the book? Because I'm, I'm reading. Cause, do I need to have a break now, Sarah? She's looking very anxious. Um, um, so um, I'm talking. No, she's looking anxious at your story, as yeah. I am, because I feel I'm on spiel. I know. I mean, I would never normally. Do. If it had been an autograph for me, I wouldn't have done it. If I'm it was on like, absolute spiel, I, yeah. I, but I... I kind of love that you did this. If it was like Matt Smith in there, I would have said, no, leave him to it, you know. Right. But this is, you know, you, know, you do things for your kid. It's, mm. it's, anyway, so Charlie comes over, so Boz is staring at him, and I said, this is Charlie, because I've, I've read Boz, um, Harry Kane's biography. Right. <laughs> yeah, which Charlie features in. Yeah. And Charlie comes over and said, all right, can I have my photo with you? And I thought, <laughs> no, hold on a minute. It's <laughs> <laughs> gone all wrong. So anyway, brilliantly, Harry Kane comes over and he's fabulous and says things like, did you watch the World Cup? And we'll try and win it next time and oh, all that great. really oh, brilliant yeah. stuff. And then Harry Kane says, anyway, let's get some photos. And so we did it. it was, and it was all turned out brilliantly. So full respect oh. to him. I'm just so yeah. relieved that your humiliation didn't go to waste. Oh, well, I mean, we did a bit. I wouldn't have. It was a private, not just a private section. It was a <laughs> building. It closed off a building so it could have a bit of peace and quiet. Do you know what I like is you sitting in the takeaway section, as I call it, <sighs> and I, I like to think of you in your pyjamas that you just raced down from the... Uh, right. from it, the... It, was, it wasn't quite that, but, um, <laughs> but anyway... Uh, it all turned out for the best, but um, well done. Shout out to Harry Kane. Good old Harry Kane for yeah. for joining in. And Charlie. And Charlie. He helped out. Indeed. He, he get provided an assist. No, yeah, I think he's like sort of Harry's aid, agent or something like that. So I think they're they're a team. Great. I could be wrong about that. I yeah. mean, I've been wrong before. <laughs> when was that? <laughs> I think it was October 2013. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hills, Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. You know what we haven't discussed today? Uh, the wait being finally over. The wait is over. The wait? The wait for the Greg's vegan sausage roll. Oh, oh yeah. I shouldn't, shouldn't really say sausage, it's vegan. I suppose, it, is it called a vegan roll or just... It's still be a it's sausage. Corn. Well, it, yes, you're right, because sausage Sausage is, is more the shape, isn't it, yeah, rather right. than what it you're right. it's contains. it's French, originally. Is it really? Oh, oh sausage. Sausage? Uh, and it's to do with the seasoning, so Frank is correct, is rather it? than the meat. Okay. Well, it's got a lot of... Um, it's got a lot of press, this, guys, because apparently there's been queues outside Greg's of vegans trying to get it, and, uh, really? and a little bit of a hullabaloo <laughs> from um, the likes of Piers Morgan. He called them PC-ravaged clowns. Yeah, he's worried that he's getting his from PC you know World, where, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> where in the world? PC World. PC See, this Ra- where the jingle would have been gold dust. I think PC Ravage Clown sounds a bit like, um, a, like an Edinburgh, an Edinburgh sketch show. It's <laughs> yeah, just yeah. never, you just come out thinking, oh no. Yeah. Well, I think they'll, uh, it's, it should be hyphenated, <laughs> it should be a local policeman. <laughs> <laughs> So Why is he so angry about it? So though? much Does hyphenation now in uh, football. There is, yeah. Hyphenation. Mm. It's everywhere. What about is the it what you gen- need? What about the next generation? Oh, what with their four-barrelled oh, surnames? Well, I know, they're going to have to draw a line under the whole thing. Yeah, we're going to be here all day. There's going to be more stuff <laughs> on the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was shocked because I do... Um, I sort of hold Greg's chiefly responsible for the national obesity <laughs> crisis. Unfairly, may I say. Do you but think? Anyway, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's multifactorial for the, yeah, well, the national yes. obesity well, crisis. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, broad strokes. When mm. Yeah. But, um, so I'm surprised that they're really even interested in it. But I think it's a good thing, isn't it? I Offering think it is. more choice. Unless well, you're Piers Morgan. Well, they did, there was a petition, apparently, last year. So that right. was one of the reasons why they decided to launch the the corn sausage roll. Uh-huh. Um, but I think vegans, why shouldn't they get fat like everyone else? <laughs> yeah. Because there was a bloke who said, like, they interviewed some vegan. He said, it's about time. He said, we're not all these super healthy eaters. He said, I just, you know, I, I, I just don't like the idea of killing animals, but I still like, you know, the more vegan fast food, the better. I thought, <laughs> that's a healthy attitude. Well, no, yeah. I think some people are saying that is a good thing because it's taking it away from the, the clean-eating smug brigade. Yeah. It's making it a basic choice. Why are they always brigades? <laughs> yeah, brigades. Yeah, PC brigade, it's... clean-eating brigade. Wasn't it, was it the International Brigade <laughs> that went to uh, the Spanish Civil War? And maybe it's that. Maybe that's where the sort of liberal lefty idea of a Brigade, yeah, began. Brigade is always a disparaging term now. Well, not the fire brigade, dear. Oh no, I love no. the fire brigade. <laughs> Great God use of deer, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Let's be careful. Shout out for the I love fire. Doing a show with Derek Nimmo. But I read this story and I learned something which I did not know, um, and that is that we are currently in veganuary. Oh yeah. Veganuary. Veganuary. Yeah. Yeah, when yeah. I started reading the word, I thought it was going to be a lot, a lot ruder than it turned out. <laughs> right. Yeah. To be honest. But yeah, ve- veganuary. Veganuary. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't Come. quite work. But you know, veganuary. Unfortunately, I'd already started in our house. Flanuary. 
Oh, where we just live on varying flans. That's much oh, better. That's a shame because there's eggs in them. I think. Is there? I don't, I don't know. I'll be I've honest. I've got cannery. I live out of tins. Live off tins. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Yeah. I eat quite a lot of tin food. It's great. Well, in March, I'm just going to eat pasta, potatoes, and rice. Oh yeah. I'm going to call it starch. <laughs> ah, very good. Have you got any food-based months you want to send us in like 12, 15? Why not uh, do that thing? Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Yes, so this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We've had some great suggestions, Frank, for um, people deciding to eat one type of food during a month, mm. inspired mm-hmm. by you and your... What was yours again? Starch. Oh, yeah, starch. yeah, starch. Um, what was yours? You, you suggested... I had canuary. Canuary. I'll just be eating a soup. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so far we've had flannery, canuary, veganuary was what started yes. it all. Uh, Simon, it all off. Cotswold's art dealer, mm. one of our regulars, haven't heard for him from, from a long time. Hello there. I shall only be eating calamari in October. Oh. Just think about that little one. Very good. Christmas October, come on. Oh, excellent. It's not yeah. as vegan friendly a joke as it could have been, but no, there you no, go. I like it. No, I, I like know, it too. But I like it. It's I like it. Um, we've also got Mark, who says, I plan to only eat dried grass during April. <laughs> oh, God. Is he on the hay diet? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> These are good. <clears throat> they are good. I, I like know. Them. There was another one I liked, but talk amongst yourselves whilst I locate it. I'd like to know if Greg's are going to consider selling the vegan sausage roll only to vegans, so that if someone says, oh, I'd like a vegan sausage roll, do they come out and have like a little checklist of like what shoes have you got and what trousers oh, have you got? Oh, I see. Because you oh. need to be a vegan. Like Maybe they should make it like that. Well, I knew a vegan when I was at university, but in the days when there was hardly any, you never <clears> met <throat> a oh, vegan. Yeah. You're as likely to meet mm. a Vulcan as a vegan. Yeah. Mm. And he had um, shoes that were made from uh, processed cabbage leaves. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> I bet they were nice. Yeah, they were. They sound great. Absolutely they disgusting. Look... <laughs> I actually, that, I would never date someone who wore those. No. It's absolutely. Oh come on, you sound surprised. I mean, that's a deal breaker. But Imagine no. someone coming to pick you up with cabbages on their feet. Yeah, well, but they, they don't look like ca- they're not like oh, um, Billy that. Connolly's banana boots. <laughs> they're not like two massive cabbages. I wonder if they were vegan, Billy Connolly's banana boots. Yeah. You'd hope, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. Um, well, Twenty thousand people signed the uh, petition. Yeah, I remember. It said in the uh, can, I, can I just say in the Independent? <clears throat> yeah, it oh. said that the petition garnered. 20,000 signatures. <laughs> wow. Garnered. Oh. Don't hear that one very often. Very no. good. Love I, a garnered. I, I was talking to a friend of mine over Christmas and we was talking about um, when when players, you know, don't play in the first team for a white football. And, and, he's, mm. and he said yesterday, I said, he said, I believe he's languishing <laughs> in the reserves. I love it. I love oh. it. Sorry, Alan. Oh, I love a one you oh, say. I was going to... Um, so that I remember one of the first vegans I ever spent any time with on a long drive to a gig and him saying, this is before the internet, that he had a book at home called The Vegan Bible where he consulted, like, foods that had weird things that weren't vegan. So sometimes, like, they put, 
you know, bits in beer that used to be vegan and then suddenly it isn't. Uh, but now it's so much easier to be a vegan because they can just Google everything, can't they? Well, exactly. Or, or they've got an app for it. Well, they're everywhere now. So doddle, in it? Everywhere. Joseph Libby is doing juniper a month of gin only. Oh! OK. Juniper Ju- berry. Oh. It's from okay. juniper berry. Yeah. Oh, well, that, that's, uh, that's I felt you were a bit disappointed in that. No, I, only because I disappointed in myself. <laughs> oh, for not knowing the juniper. Well, you're not. You're off the alcohol, darling. So one mm. of the things that the uh, the, the vegan, um, I don't know what their organisation is concerned, but there'll be a, spokes, there'll be a spokesman Petra who gets upset. Be, yeah. Oh, but they're, they're, they're all sorts of anti-animal things. They're connected, though. It's me a petition, petition, I believe. Me and David Badil went naked for Petter many years ago. Did you? Okay. What would it take now to tempt you? Um, well, I don't know if people want to see it now. <laughs> I'll uh, be the judge of that. Yeah. You know those bloodhound puppies you get? <laughs> yeah. I just have one of them on my lap. No one will know any of the wiser. So, um, yes, <laughs> fishless fish fingers is what they're doing. Yeah. It's yep. the names that's going to be the problems with this. I mean, that mm-hmm. to me is cultural appropriation. I agree. They're mm-hmm. taking our stuff. <laughs> could just call them fingers, but just, that's yeah. going to be even more problematic. Exactly. Sounds yeah. like cannibalism. But do we really like the filling? I mean, take the sausage roll. Mm. If I'm honest, I find the meat inside the sausage roll, it's a little bit inconvenient truth, if I'm honest. I love the taste of it. Don't really want to know much about the process no. and what's in there. Mm. No. So it's the diet. Nos- people always say <laughs> nostrils, as if, <laughs> as if that's a really bad thing to eat. Oh, they put the nostrils in and everything. Why is that so bad? I don't mm. mind eating a bit of nostril. <laughs> I've done that on a first date. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just saying, One of those Frank, dark snogs. Bit... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dark snogs. <laughs> I, um, no, I'll tell you this after. Okay. Because I'm saying. Well, I'm not done with my sausage roll theory, which I will continue. Okay, well, you're next. <laughs> I think we've got, we have a queuing system. Cashier number four. I'll tell you what we should do on this show. We should have one of those machines that you take tickets. So I say, oh, cashier yeah. number seven. Yeah. Like a good deli. I was thinking like a hospital appointment. <laughs> When you all sit with your tickets and wait. That's one of the most exciting things, right, and for your number to come up on the screen. Frank, when I was waiting for my residence permit and my number came up recently, I've, I've never been so excited. Well, I went with Hashtag Kath. For, I, I went for a blood test. It wasn't even my blood test. Kath needed one and I just went with her because I just loved the old ticket screen combo. And then Harry Kane walked in. I just, no, he wasn't there. Not on this occasion. Yeah. Absolute. Absolute Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'll be honest, when joining this show, I didn't think the thing that would really light up the switchboard would be a uh, food-based month pun competition. We got some good um, triggers earlier as well. uh, Is there any more of those kicking around? Well, the food, the, uh, oh, oh, not the food ones. Things that trigger people. Oh, the the food ones. Yeah, we'll go these food ones first. Go on now. There is, there is, um, uh, things that trigger people that always do the no. same joke. Okay. Three two zero. Whenever listening to Magic Radio, when it says Magic News, I used to say Paul Daniels is dead. Um, <laughs> and in a nod to Paul Daniels, yeah. I was uh, I was uh, speaking speaking in the what car. What about if there was a section? On the radio, that was magic news. <laughs> Just things going on in the yeah, world yeah. of magic. Uh, David Blaine has uh, updated one of his tricks. And all oh, their music, they've said, no. 
Magic news coming up. Or would it be? It's a kind of magic. Now it's over to Enid with the magic news. Thanks a lot, Paul. What would the news be? Faye Presto has been there. She is still around, Faye Presto. I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, Pete, I don't know who's the one sure. we saw in Edinburgh? Pete. Pete Furman. Oh, yes. Pete Furman. Pete Furman, yeah. yeah. He'd get some updates on the bulletin. Surely he'd be on Magic News. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, whenever someone says, guess what? And you could have the female reporter could be reporting <laughs> from two different locations. Oh, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mark texted earlier, whenever someone says, guess what, I always respond with, cold potatoes aren't hot. I don't know why. <laughs> God, I've never heard that one before. No, me neither. Also, uh, Christopher Turvey says, mine is not a word, but when I watch University Challenge, the intro music has about four boings in it. I play a one-string air cello and pluck it and say boing out loud. <laughs> I do it every time. Say a boing. Boing. Okay. I'll be I doing used... that. We'll be doing that now. Whenever I watch um, Michael Parkinson's show... I can we say part... this, what you were going to say? I don't think we can... What? I think so, yeah. Okay. Because, um, yes, every time um, <laughs> the thing... Now, trust me. Okay. Uh, every time the theme tune, I think partly because I'd had a difficult mm. experience on the Parkinson show, and he was a bit, he oh. was a bit off with me. Oh, is that um, whenever it you know it used to come on, I always used to go. <laughs> in a very sneering manner. I'm so sorry, Frank, but um, I thought that was going to be. I think David Baddiel has something he sings. Oh. To that, and it's very different. Okay, well, like oh, that. I don't uh, even know that. Okay, it you will sounds find out like <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Oh, that's one of the food, the food things that I saw in a pub. Yeah. Um, vegetarian chili con carne. Yeah. Advertised. And okay. I thought, no, I'm not having that. You're not having that? Why? Well, con carne means with meat. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. You can't have vegetarian chili with meat. I didn't know that. I mean, I think people, if they're going to do it, well-meaning, but make a bit of an effort. Change the mm. names properly. Anyway, I, went, I took Boz to a fish and chip um, restaurant. Oh, yeah. Right. Which I'd never been to uh this particular one. And I'm never sure about And Once they put fish and chips on a plate, for some reason, it's not as nice as when it's in paper. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, and the owner was an old Italian man who wandered around as if he owned some fabulous hotel in Rome, <laughs> talking to the people. Was it fish and chips? as if he owned the place. Fish and chips, right, yeah. <laughs> but very, you know, hello, madame, you like this. It's a fish and chip restaurant. Was it, may I take your wrap, sir? It was, it was like yeah. that. And I said, I'm here for some <laughs> fish and chips and I don't want them to burn my lip. No, I didn't, I didn't do that. Um, Anyway, we had um, tomato ketchup. I don't have tomato ketchup on fish and chips, personally. You don't? Do you no, not? Never. OK, calm never. down. Never. Tartar. How dare you? It's leaving early. Quite <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> the way we both chose to interpret that. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. What if there'd been an actual tartar in here, the old um, Eastern warrior race? 
Anyway, um, unlikely. Yeah, unlikely. So, uh, Boz wanted some tomato ketchup. He couldn't get it out the um, the the bottle. And it's one of those, it was a red bottle, so you couldn't really see. I think that's a southern thing, you see. You've raised a southerner. So I shook it, yeah, maybe. I shook Mm. it up, and when I opened the top on, it shot like champagne. (laughs) Or straight in my (laughs) eye. But it was fizzy. It sort of went everywhere. It's all over my clothes, him, and really hurting me in my eye. It hurt you. (laughs) when... It really genuinely hurt me. Uh, sorry, I'm going to try and be more. It hurt you. And Boz... He's pulling bits out of his hair later. I saw you later that day. He's got said, this ketchup I, in my I hair. I said, can you see ketchup in my hair? And <laughs> I thought Kath had got a bit experimental. Boz said to me, you could have been in the Guinness Book of Records of the first man to be blinded by tomato ketchup. I said, yeah, I don't know if that category is Always in there. Always got his eye on some fame. Yeah. <laughs> celebrity, celebrity blindings, page 134. <laughs> but... Um, What's the most interesting oh. celebrity blinding you've ever had? Um So, yeah, but what? How did that happen? <laughs> it wasn't like I was shaking it and then it happened. I stopped. Yeah. I took the top off and it was oh, like right. when you've been shaking up some um, Perrier. Do you think they'd put in some sparkling water to was cut it, it back a bit? Why would they? Sparkling. I asked Kat, Kat said it was off. That was off. off. Oh, she might be right. Well, you know when you get She's like right. fruit juice and it gets a bit bubbly. Oh, don't start me oh, on smoothies. Yeah. No, but oh, I walked oh. downstairs once and there was smoothie. Or I thought I'd been broken into. I nearly called the police. Oh, there was strawberry smoothie all over the walls. It exploded. It's a bit late to start you on smoothies. <laughs> Let's face it. That's what we used to call sort of us very debonair men. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, I don't have to explain. <laughs> anyway, if anyone can explain to me yeah. how tomato ketchup can explode like that out of a, a static bottle. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We've, uh, we've got some source answers uh, for you. Uh, You've should... got some sauce. I have, yeah. Uh, Frank was asking why uh, a bottle of ketchup that had been shook and then sat back on the table would explode all over you. Yeah, yeah. He was bringing in anybody that's just tuned in. Yeah, if anyone playing ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. If only recently, yeah. Do you know what? That's why I work here. Oh. <laughs> okay. I thought that was excellent, Frank. Yeah, thank my, you. my condiments. Thank you. Uh, oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> Brilliant. 382 has texted, it sounds like the ketchup had started fermenting and shot out because of the build-up of gas. Yeah, I think that was Kat's view. So that means it's old ketchup. Yes, well, well uh, 078 uh, has um, kind of confirmed that, but in a more sciencey way, and I know you're a big lover of the science no, of I like, I like it when scientists contact the programme. It makes um, me feel like... If Frank was on Twitter, I think that would be his bio. He'd just have hate science. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I don't ha- it, you know, it, it, I don't understand it. Uh, I know. Laura from London has texted, build-up of carbon dioxide due to fermentation, not fermentation, interestingly... Oh. Uh, of the sauce, yeast must have been growing in the bottle. Possible that top wasn't on properly or stored incorrectly. Oh, well, I'm going to get Candida. You're listening to the food programme on Radio. F- no, I you're know. not. 
Just kidding. Dear. Well, well Leslie said, yeah, I emailed you about five years ago about exploding ketchup. <laughs> Really? The sauce got too warm and expanded in the bottle, then exploded in your face. Oh, so that's a difference. It happens a lot where I work in the summer. That's from Leslie. Yeah, but I think this was not... Remember I like this? her tone <laughs> five years ago. <laughs> I emailed you five years ago all about emails. this. <laughs> but this was in December. I don't think it would have got too warm. It could be. Yeah, there ask. might be fans of central heating. I'll have to ask old Geppetto, the, uh, the gaffer. <laughs> Well, I'm a sir, I don't know about this. Anyway, oh. uh, thanks for clearing that up. So Kath was right, that I'd gone off a bit. I could have done me that. I, I gave my child that ketchup. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so, yeah, what about, I'll tell mm. you what, um, I, 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 you might have heard me occasionally moan about people taking very large bags on his hand. <laughs> oh, luggage. yes. Oh, yeah. It really annoys me. <laughs> hand luggage. It's just what you need for the flight. That's all it should be. And are you talking mm-hmm. about uh, carry? Are you talking about wheelies? Because you're not a fan of wheelies either, no. are you? Well, I, uh, the idea that you take an, so much stuff on a plane for the journey, it needs wheels to be... Yeah. Is ridiculous. But I saw a thing this week... Um, about oh, yes. backpacks in Japan. Mm. The giant mm. pack backpacks. Have you seen that? These are backpacks. Yeah. <laughs> One another problem of mine is BPA, which is backpack awareness. Oh, so you get oh someone, yeah, you're yeah. on a bus and there's someone just robbing a, a backpack. Yes, on a bus. <laughs> I, I've got an over sixties travel card. <laughs> and there's someone who's just forgot that they've got a backpack and they're standing just robbing it in your yeah. face. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, the big bag is huge at the moment. The big bag is huge. It is. According to this article, it's it getting is. huger for so, 2019. So in Japan, they've all got... They, uh, can we explain um, yeah. in, in a pen picture, as they used to sure. call them, how big... When you hang it on your shoulders, this backpack, it comes down to mid-calf. Yeah. I mean, I, it would be my full height, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. I would say if it was like if you took a normal backpack and put it on the shoulders of an erect Jack Russell. <laughs> That's yes. how big it looks. Yes. Great word picture. Yeah. And, and in Japan, it's gone. Everyone has gone absolutely crazy. I'm gonna I'm gonna demonstrate <clears throat> the phenomenon for you. Mm-hmm. So we've got one of these bags here from Japan, just arrived this morning, and uh, we're we're just gonna uh, give it a try. So here it goes. See what's inside. <laughs> what are you? What are you lot? Get out! <laughs> oh. Four of them in there. <laughs> Hold on. That's Very right. good. Oh. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I did have concerns when I saw this article that it could be people smuggling, and there we go. Well, they said Proof. they did say it's big enough for a person. I mean, well, what kind of a person? Well, I imagine the wolves manager will be living in one <laughs> in a local park <laughs> near you. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I uh, I worry about this giant backpack thing and the um, the the future that it may bring. Why's uh, that? Well, I was once wearing a normal, like, rucksack. You know, like a rucksack. 
Well, well, you're normal, it's not my normal. I know, Roxette. And I stumbled <laughs> at a roadside and fell backwards whilst wearing the rucksack. There's a lot in it, was there? There was a lot in it, and I ended up like a sort of a turtle or an earwig or something, you know, on its shell. I would have and, gone uh, Kafka, love that. And I was sort of yeah. there for a while, but I'm a six foot three gentleman, but the Japanese in, in these massive backpacks, they're going to... I don't think there's going to be any pedestrians left in Japan. You'll just be walking through and lots of people like waving their arms and legs around. Well, Monsieur Hulo. Yes. You've, I don't know if you've seen any of those old French movies. but yes. um, Oddly, yes. There's a bit where he walks to the top of a mountain with a backpack and when he gets to the top, he looks up mm. and that, the looking up process means he walks all the way back down the mountain because of the weight of the backpack. It's very fine. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think, can I say, I think my love of the French language, I don't speak French, but I love just the saying the odd well, word. you never know it. Yes. Is the title of, of one of his films, which was Mon Oncle. <laughs> and I just loved it. I thought, don't just say my uncle. Why do we even bother with other language? Mon Oncle. That is how I should refer to all my uncles. Yeah. If I knew any of them. The big so, bag has been back. I mean, they're not the first, I should say. Aren't this company. They? Well, the micro bag was very fashionable. So you that's may be small familiar. Bag. Yes, that's a small, that small one, crossbody bag, little square shape. You may have seen them. I don't think He's I've struggling seen there, Al. He's got some. There's some shoe business. No, I was just popping my shoe back on. <laughs> um, um, that, but that was very fashionable. It was the Instagram lifestyle, just the phone. What see, about and the lipstick? Now the 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 large bag is back. Oh. What about the um, the red, white, and blue striped plastic zip <laughs> bag used for <laughs> close to the laundrette, moving house, sleeping rough? Do you know? Where's remember that? that? Oh, of course I know that. I, I think that may that. have been replaced by the IKEA. Well, what well, were they even made of, those bags? It was like plastic reinforced with straw. I think yeah, there was, was a like designer version. Thing, yeah. There was a designer version of that bag, because there was a What's designer that? version of the IKEA bag that Balenciaga got, made. Got more. Um, but, yeah, I think that... Um, I would carry that as a handbag. A handbag? The, <laughs> <laughs> what a handbag! They were enormous! <laughs> well, that's the point. That's what were the they size. for? That they have to be now, honestly. This is a no-deal Brexit. It'd be ironic if people are sleeping rough with red, white and blue... It will. ...bags with all their belongings in. Anyway, let's hope uh, everything turns out uh, for both sides sure. nicely. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Laura. Good night, Sue. Good night. Um, Question sorry, time was strange this week, yeah, wasn't it, wasn't it, darling? <laughs> yeah, that Fiona Bruce. What's she doing in that deep northern accent? So um, I'd love it if Frank presented Question Time. So would you have one? They're, t- they're 180 quid, these bags. Would you get one? <laughs> two, dear. I mean, I'd let someone You're get... you get two, dear? I'd let someone... <laughs> 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 love it. I've already ordered them now. So. I'd let someone carry me in one. For example, if Alan got one... He you wouldn't. I would. I told you. I like the idea of going inside the rucksack. So we could take you to brunch. Oh, how nice would that be? I tell you, they'd be good for Taylor Swift. Oh, yes. yes. Because she's carried in and out of gigs, we discovered recently, in, often in a, a, a suitcase so mm. that the fans don't get her. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we I already mean, established... I don't know if her knees and elbows might slice through the fabric. <laughs> I mean, she's... Uh, It'd be like carrying a fold-up bicycle, I imagine, carrying uh, 
Yeah. Uh, a Whereas I'd be a bit more like, you know when uh, you carry something in a suit bag and then it falls off the hanger? I'd just be all at the bottom. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, that, yeah. Well, you wouldn't have to fold your clothes in these bags. No. Oh, to just hang them up. Yeah, you, yeah. Could hold, you could hold your, you could have your trousers full length. You know? <laughs> Watch out for the hangers on your ears. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got a woman said that to me years ago. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening uh, this morning to me and my colleagues. And uh, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Be seeing you. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.